0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Today, we journey west to the village of Riverside as we continue the Your Hometown Tour. Ride with us all day as we explore Riverside, a village you just may want to call your hometown.
1: Riverside, Brookfield. I've got a favorite place there. This is Chicago's Afternoon News 720 WGN. Andre Copeland, and is it Andre or Andre? Andre. It
0: is Andre. Thank you for having me.
1: What is the coolest thing about working at Brookfield Zoo?
0: The fact that every day I go into the office I can see wonderful wildlife. So I think that's one of the coolest things about where I work. And the fact that we get to make a difference.
1: And so Andre, uh what what do you, I know you lead interpretive programs. You're in the interpretive programs manager. What tell me what that's all about.
0: Well, the organization itself is dedicated to inspiring people To conservation leadership by engaging people in communities with wildlife and nature and where i come into play is when people come into our organization and take a look at our exhibits i work with our creative services department as well as our interpretive writer and education department to help set the framework for the stories that we tell um, such as the things that people read on the signage in our park Um, Also, I manage some of our community programs, our communities and nature program, where we have workshops that go out to libraries and engage people in nature-based activities, and our pollination station program, in which we work with organizations that want to either refurbish or install new pollinator gardens to help with pollinator conservation.
1: This is our Your Hometown series, something we do the last Thursday of every month. Today we are featuring Riverside and Brookfield. Brookfield Zoo, of course, being one of the most dynamic places in the Chicagoland area. Over 2,400 animals. And do you have to have like a plane load of food every day to feed those hungry beasts?
0: Well, we do have to get deliveries quite often. So you'll see trucks that will come into the zoo delivering things such as fresh produce for our animals. And that's due to the fact that even though we have a lot of species at our organization, we view each one of these species that are living there as individuals. So we have a nutritionist on-site, Dr. Jennifer Watts, and Dr. Jennifer Watts takes a look at each animal's specific needs and ensures that each animal at the zoo has a specific diet tailored towards that animal to ensure its optimal care and welfare. So supermarkets have contracts with farmers and farm co-ops and things like that. Do you have, uh, how do you find your produce or where do you get your produce? Uh, We contract with, you know, wholesalers and that's how we get our food and our produce. So could just the the produce that's being fed to the animals at Brookfield Zoo just as easily could end up at my Jewel or Mariano's. You got it. It is um, human quality food. So yes, it could wind up there.
1: And, Andre, your favorite animal at the zoo?
0: Well, everybody that knows me knows that spiders have a special place in my heart. I love the little (laughs) unsung creatures, especially those that carry the weight of the world on their shelves. I have to say that some of the animals we are paying a lot of attention to at this point in time are, for example, monarch butterflies. Uh, The monarch butterfly was just listed as endangered, and one of the things that we are doing is working with communities, uh, either on grounds or off grounds, to help them understand how they can play a part in monarch conservation. It's something that we've been doing since 2016, working with the Illinois Monarch Project. And if you visit some of our community organizations that we work with, such as Brookfield Public Library, uh, Blue Island Public Library, you will see these fascinating pollination stations that these organizations have worked on to help us in our efforts to ensure that monarch butterflies have not only nectar-giving flowers when they fly through Illinois during their migration, but their mothers have the milkweed they need to lay their eggs on because that's the only thing monarch caterpillars will eat.
1: Uh, We talked to a few different specialists about that this week, and there are different organizations that will actually send you free milkweed seeds that you can plant in your yard and try and contribute to saving monarch butterflies.
0: Yes, definitely so. There are organizations you can contact that will send you seeds, organizations that you can contact that can give you other ideas. Um, So we work with closely with a lot of these different organizations. Now, one thing that I would like people to think about is contacting their local library. Many local libraries have some type of seed exchange program. A Blue Island Library, for example, is one that may have some of the seeds that you're looking for. And if you call your local library to check out if they have one, they can tell you what the criteria is for participating in that. You can contact us at czs.org, and I'd be happy to talk to people about how they might get involved with the Illinois Monarch Project. But then there are other great organizations out there, such as Monarch Joint Venture, Journey North. North, excuse me, and Monarch Watch that can definitely help people along with those conservation efforts.
1: Andre, during our Your Hometown series where we were featuring people from Brookfield, from Riverside, and I was so excited about talking to somebody at the zoo, and I love talking with you. I just would have never imagined that your favorite animal would be a spider.
0: (laughs) Well, you see, when we take a look at animals Brookfield Zoo, all animals, great and small, are animals that are near and dear to us. And as we look at animals, we look at more than just what the animals are. We look at the totality of what these animals can mean to people around the world and to different cultures. And as I did research, I was really amazed to find out how influential spiders are in many different cultures and North America, as well as other parts of the world, and that's what really started to bring them near and dear to my heart. So I have to say that uh, the many reasons for it, but our organization as a whole focuses on all wildlife, even the plants that make up the foundation for the things that our megafauna eat. And some of the places the spiders I love live.
1: <laughs> uh, Steve, look at that! See that thing right here on my wrist? You know what that yeah, is? It's a spider bite. <laughs> it's a big old spider bite that's all swollen. <laughs> well, thank you oh, I so bet much. It was a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the work you do at Brookfield Zoo, and thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you so much. I hope people get out, come to Brookfield Zoo, especially for our free days for kids coming up August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Thank you for having me, and hope you have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you. Time to get a check on weather and traffic, and then Rich DeMuro will join us. Uh, Any tech questions, we'll get them answered for you.